Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. All right, we got a full moon this week on Thursday, June 1st. Uh, first of all, how the heck did we get to June 1st? But Thursday, June 1st, we got Jupiter conjunct the North Node in Taurus. Friday, June 2nd, we got Venus trying Neptune. I'm excited about that transit. And Saturday morning... We got the full moon, which is June 3rd, Saturday morning, in Sagittarius. And the full moon will be squared Saturn. It will be trying Mars. Uh, Then on Sunday, we got Mercury conjunct Uranus and Taurus. So a little bit of a dynamic week. So I'm going to mostly talk about um, the full moon. We're going to talk about a little bit about the transits, but mostly about the full moon. But I want to share a few things with you guys, my normal updates. I want to remind everyone the best way to support this podcast right now is by sending it out to a friend, rating it, reviewing it, subscribing it. You guys literally have been so awesome and continue to do that for me day in and day out, week in, week out. And I'm gaining listeners every week, even more so. Like it's it's kind of unbelievable. So thank you guys for supporting Another announcement that I have to hate to make and hope I don't need to every week, I just want to remind everyone, I said it last week, I have some scammers out there. So if you do come across my social media, Cosmic Colleen, one C in the middle, if you do come across my social media and you see um, a fake profile, please report it and then block it, okay? And I will never, ever DM you about a reading. I'm already too busy between readings and doing hair. I'm certainly not out there DMing people for it. So please just know, and I'm telling you, if you have anyone DMing you about a reading, not just me, anyone else, it's a fraud, it's a scam, it's a fake. Do not fall for it, especially on social media. It's all across the board, TikTok, all of them. All my friends out there, I have astrologer friends, I have tarot reader friends, they're being hit with these fake profiles as well. And the fake profiles are getting trickier, you know? So just remember, anyone who approaches you on social media about a reading, and even in like a, hara- or a hello, beloved, I, I feel called to you, it's bullshit, it's a lie, okay? So don't fall for the scammers, and please report. And I just also want to add in, sorry, I know on social media, I'm normally, I say, follow me on social media, one C in the middle, because I am always posting, you know, when I sit, I sit for a couple hours, write up my notes for the week, then I put on the weekly awakening podcast, and then when I'm out there living the days, these astrology days with my clients, with myself, my family, with my friends, more comes to me about what is happening with the transit, so then I'll update you guys on my social media. However, these last week... I have not been updating. I've just been going with the pause. As we know, Saturn squared the sun. But Saturn, when the sun moved into Gemini, I talked on last week's episode because it got super sick around my birthday. Saturn moved into my seventh house and conjunct Mars, where I have in Pisces. And then it started to square since it moved in there, my um, sun in the 10th house. And then when the natals, when the transit sun conjunct my sun, and then that squared Saturn, that really slowed me down. And so in the 10th house. So I'm getting hit by this Saturn transit pretty big because I have a natal sun, um, a natal Mercury in Gemini, and then I also have a natal Mars in Pisces. So I, instead of just, oh, I don't know about you guys, but when all of a sudden life stops me and my body is so used to producing and to doing and doing and doing, I not that I feel worthless. I just feel like, 
I'm I'm gonna fall behind, and I've even, but you're not. That's a that's a myth you're telling yourself. You're not falling behind in anything. You're living life exactly how it should, and life is showing up as exactly as it should, even in these pauses, even in these social media pauses. I've learned to tell myself before when I when this has happened, like social media is always gonna be there. If you don't post on TikTok for a week or Instagram, like nothing's going to happen. It's it's still going to be there. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and so I just I just been going with the pause. I was sick. I went with the pause then because when we're in this pause, something is changing inside of us. Something is growing inside of us. And even if it's not that deep, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Our body just needs to be fucking still. Our body just need our mind, our body just needs to stop just always doing, doing, doing and always creating, creating, creating because that and we put ourselves into a burnout mode or our mind just keeps going. And I've noticed for creating when I have to force my creation, like when I'm in a week like I've been in this past week, it doesn't come out right, right? Just like we talked on last week's episode, forcing our own will and then not coming out right. So I stopped forcing myself and accept. I I know I'm feeling better now. This past weekend I went to OCMD and had a lot of fun with my children and that was relaxing and and things were good. So now I'm like and then but then coming back I still felt a little bit of the pause. So now this week with the full moon transits, I'm feeling back to it. I'm gonna be back doing some more creating on my social media. So don't you kitty cats worry. But again, that's why this is late again. This is happening on a Wednesday. Next week, I'm getting back into the groove, back on Mondays, I promise you guys. So thank you for hanging in there with me while I go through the Saturn pause. <sighs> Last week, I know, and this past weekend when we had the sun squared Saturn, it brought some sad, which Saturn brings some sad, but stern, realizations about an ending something in your life in your life path uh maybe which is in your power in your ego in your soul within something else you realize like a sad stern like i'm sad that i really got to end this thing but i have to end it so you're being very stern with yourself very saturn like and sad pisces doesn't like to be stern with themselves but let's say that saturn in pisces it's going to have a little wiggle room there where it's not going to be so stern but when it goes up against the sun in gemini there you know gemini likes to have strong realizations so it's sort of like hey this is how it is Buckle down, get it together, feel the sadness, but know that you got to be stern with yourself and you got to end something. So this weekend we might have had, and today and well into this week, until we hit this full moon, some of those sad realizations of a stern ending. Um, it was also just a little bit low-key melancholy vibes. Like when I woke up on Sunday morning, the beach was cold, but it was still beautiful. It was misty. It was 60 degrees out. I was feeling melancholy about things in life and in certain situations. And I know a lot of people around just had kind of like a wah, wah, wah. But instead of fighting that, like how do we find beauty? I know this sounds weird and it's definitely like the mercury in me, but when I go through sadness, when I'm feeling sadness, when I'm in that kind of sad energy, I kind of love to reflect in the self-awareness that comes. It's different different reflection and self-awareness from when I'm happy or just mad or sad that the, the deep sad, it's like a deeper, deeper self-awareness. And I've learned to love that. And also, you know, with the Saturn and Pisces square the sun, having to say that hard goodbye where something or someone has ran its course, like I said, the stern, the stern ending, and you know, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. So now we're buckling down. We're saying, okay, I'm ending this shit. It's time. I'm going to feel the sadness. I'm going to process the emotions. And then this weekend with this full moon, we're going to really do the ending and we're going to be 
really pushing through with that ending. So let me talk about something a little bit happier and then we'll talk about this full moon ending. So Venus trying Neptune, we got Venus and Cancer trying Neptune and Pisces. So they're both getting to the end of the Zodiac. Um, I mean, the end of the, the, they're each Zodiacs that they're in right now. And I feel like the first thing that came to me as silly as this is, like I, I'm loving this transit for sort of dreamy love and excitement. And the energy of, like, when I was writing this out, the first scene that popped out was the energy, you know, the energy of it was the little mermaid. Whenever she's she's not saying she's a mermaid, she's a princess who can't talk. And they, they go into that little lagoon and the little crab is singing, uh, you're gonna kiss the girl, you know? That was, like, came to me when I was like, what's this energy gonna feel like with this transit? Almost this sort of lost, dreamy love in a way. Uh, where you sort of get taken away and neither one is like, and that's where the Neptune comes in where she's sort of hiding to, you know, not saying she's a princess, but she can't even talk anyway. She's trying to pretend that she's um, not a mermaid. And, and with Neptune, we know there's a little bit of an illusion and a delusion there, <laughs> to, you know, it brings a little deception, but she wasn't being deceptive in a bad way. So if there is any deception that Neptune sometimes brings, it's not a bad deception. Do you get what I'm saying? She was just like sort of falling in love and, and then later she will worry about telling him that she's actually a mermaid. Later she'll come to that, which feels very, you know, Venus, try Neptune. Like you're just in this moment you're embracing this person. Neither one of you need to know about your baggage or your issues, but you're going to fall in love in this moment and fall in love. So you want to kiss the girl. That's the kind of love energy that's coming. And Neptune and Pisces, again, has that, that dreamy way. But Venus and Cancer is a lot about just loving. And it can also be loving the mother, like meaning like the mother loving, mother and child um, stuff like that. But if it does come on romantic, it is going to be that little mermaid. Uh, also feeling otherworldly connections with a sisterhood. Coming together with a sisterhood, uh, grouping with a sisterhood, some sort of connection. Maybe you're out at a, at a, I almost said bar, but you know, a bar. I like to also say people listening to this are doing some sort of circle, you know, some sort of spiritual circle, whatever that sort of looks like. And and you meet someone and it's just this, again, kind of dreamy connection where you're like, oh my God, how do you know what I'm saying? Or da da da, how do you know what I'm saying? How, how are we both on that same levy, you know, playing field? How is that happening? Um, falling in love with a dream being on cloud nine of belief. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that is my dream, that's my goal. I a thousand percent believe in it. And really just filling yourself up with that dreamy hope. And doing some uh, cool healing group activity that involves divine, like this, you know, Venus and Cancer is very divine. And uh, divine creation, divine connection, divine love and divine dreamy. And with, Neptune, it's that's the dream. That's a that's the divine as well. There is this otherworldly psychic, you know, connection. And then Venus and Cancer is like bringing people together, and also the adding to the divine, the divine goddess and and godness of that. So before we jump into this full moon, that's you know we're gonna have a little bit of love. Um, I don't know, just some positive creation, creative vibes. I think this is really going to also be very creative and the type of creation that comes from your body, 
you know, and being very creative with your flow, with your style, with your understanding and all those beautiful things. Now, let's talk about this full moon in Sagittarius. <laughs> when the moon will actually be squaring, uh, what time is that? I didn't write that down. Here on the East Coast. So the full moon comes in at a, on Saturday the 3rd, 11.41 p.m. here on the East Coast. That's East Coast time. And at 1.07 p.m., so a few hours before that full moon, will the moon square Saturn exactly? So it's kind of like the lead up, right? Like the whole day, we're going to be feeling that energy. So it's not exact, but the moon will be um, leading up to it. And before and after, and it's still uh, squaring the sun. They're a little bit further apart now, but it's still squaring the sun, but it will be squaring the moon. So like we talked about with the Saturn, now we are presented with the opportunity to let go of those those um things that are holding us back having that you know we had to we realized that we have to say that hard goodbye but we're ready because we know that it's going to be worth it we know we're going to have the value so now we're letting go this weekend <laughs> we're going to let go with ritual we're going to let go with argument we're going to let go with mindset we're going to let go and i definitely recommend even if it's a 10 minute whatever you let go doing some sort of small ritual within yourself i'll share a few what i think that i'm going to do and remember ritual can be five minutes it can be a visualization of you letting go it could be you with a candle letting go it could um you doing cord cutting I'll share again what I'm doing, but let's talk a little bit more about this full moon in Sagittarius. So first of all, this full moon is happening um, Gemini and Sagittarius. We have the sun in Gemini and the moon will be in Sagittarius. And the signs um, are mutable. We love to talk about mutable energy. Mutable energy is the, the ending is not fixed. It can go both ways. <laughs> And there, there's a little bit of loose energy in there, it, which makes things, I find, easier when transits are happening in that, except for those mutable people out there. The mutable sign people tend to have it a little bit tougher. Um, now, the mutable can go both ways, so it doesn't always mean that it's going to be easy. It can definitely be very intense. If you know the mutable signs, the Pisces, the Gemini, the Sagittarius, the Virgo, but particularly the Gemini and the Sagittarius are very intense signs. They can come on intense. But as intense as they come on, they just as equally intensely detach and go the opposite way. So I feel whatever arises during this will be um, really intense, but the outcome's not going to last that long or the intensity of the situation is not going to last that long as it would within a fixed or a cardinal sign. Having Saturn square, though, will bring a little bit um, more of, I think it will cool it down a little bit, the intensity, but yet up the the ante of that, of the, of the ending, if that makes sense. You know, I don't think there's going to be too, there might be, like if there's a fight with it, it's gonna have like a, a uh, what am I trying to say here? If there's a big fight, it's gonna then be cooled down by Saturn and restricted and sort of the fight that's like, okay, we're just not ever talking, goodbye, leave, walk outside the house. Um, so yeah, but with Immutable, you never know at what level of intensity it's gonna be. But just know that the outcome or the intense situation will switch pretty fast, which is the nice thing of having it in the Mutable signs, there will be that strong switch. So. 
Also, there can be this, um, if you know Geminis, you know Sagittarius's, there is this switch within them where at one point they're all in whatever it is, job, friend, relationship, idea, work, whatever that is, they're all in and they're like, this is, this is the way, this is great, this is, this is it, this is what's going to happen. And then the next you know, they're like, never mind, I stand beside none of that and I'm actually going this way in this direction. So never mind whatever, anything I just said. And if you guys know those, those and Pisces definitely adds to that too, I would say, if you know that, but especially Gemini, then you you understand what I'm talking about because those people in your life, you know that they can do that. And I've done it, you know? I say, never mind, I was a thousand percent on, but now I don't believe or stand by that and I'm going down this whole other path. So whatever's happening with this full moon, you don't really know what direction it's gonna happen. Or when it's coming to your life, you might have that sudden switch off in your life. And maybe you're someone who doesn't act like that mutable energy, but you thought that your life or you thought something was going one way, but now it's going a whole other direction. And you're like, wait, am I ready for this ride? I, I didn't expect this, this kind of turnaround, but now it's going the whole other direction. So there can be a very quick and shift turnaround in your life, in your emotions, um, and in your home environment. Uh, here's what I wanna talk about with Saturn being there. There's gonna be some mental restrictions. Feeling like you need a mental break uh, mental blocks, like you're just not thinking straight. Do you know what I mean? Like every time you go to do or think his thought, you're like, I can't, I can't grasp that thought. I'm just not thinking straight. Uh, slowing down the mind, whatever that is, whether that's, you know, like allowing yourself, like I did this last week to just slow down and, and allow the, the mind to flow however it is, but, or purposely doing meditation or purposely taking a mental trip by yourself, but either way, slowing down the mind communicating what you cannot take anymore this week. I can't, like I said, we talked last week about having those sad realizations of, of, of the endings that we needed to end, but sort of like communicating that. I cannot take this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. Feeling overwhelmed by uh, a new responsibility. Saturn tends to bring responsibilities that we didn't always see coming. We didn't always want. There, it does bring good responsibilities too, but it tends to, with full moon, a sun of responsibility. Uh, blocked communication, but it also can be a breakthrough as well. Some people can get blocked up here, and then some people can have like an amazing breakthrough and communicate exactly how they feel, especially if they haven't been able to. Uh, but after you process the heavy, you know, whatever you process that heavy feelings or block, uh, the process we will be and can be a little bit heavy or intense, um, but you'll get over that energy pretty fast, <laughs> yeah, which is the nice, mutable way. And that's why I kind of love, as a mutable person myself, some people don't like the unpredictability, but I'm like, okay, I know that this isn't going to last. Whatever that is, it's not going to last. Um, someone's getting in the way of your power. You can really see that someone's dimming your light and that realization can come on, dimming your lights, trying to stop or stall your power that's within yourself. Um, and the realizations will come on strong and sad, but you also may be dismissed by it. So there's a little bit of Saturn and Pisces there, like dismissing. Never mind. I, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're saying. That sort of dismissed energy. We all know what that means. And Saturn will be, um, like I said, slowing down your mind to really see 
what something is. What is the truth? Saturn loves to be the truth bringer, and there is the revealing of truth when we have uh, a full moon. We reveal truths that often don't come on, you know, in a happy way, but they're the truths we need to see. So Saturn's slowing you down, slowing your mind down, so you can finally see the truth and see it for what it is. And you also may have to finally take something serious. Maybe you've been avoiding it. Maybe you've just been like, whatever, I'll do it in a couple of weeks or whatever. It doesn't even matter. Or just sort of avoiding the seriousness, like the responsibility. And now you have to take something serious. Now, this full moon will also be trying Mars. So positive action steps with really cutting someone or something out of your life. Uh, you also are done being wishy-washy or in this limbo. And should I end this? You know, it's all tied together. But with with trying Mars, there is the especially in Leo, there's this more powerful force. Like I'm going to end this because then I'm going to be leading my way. I'm going to be going on my way. Things are going to be good. So done being wishy-washy in the limbo and ending with that person place or thing you know you know how you keep going back and forth like should i should i not blah 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 um you're gonna be done with that wishy-washy feeling and so like i said we're gonna be releasing burdens this weekend if you're doing some sort of ritual i want you guys to focus on releasing burdens and what does that feel like what does that look like and releasing the burden within yourself or maybe it's a person Maybe it's a place, maybe it's an idea, maybe it's a thing. I think this Saturday I might be going down to a friend's house uh, that has like a little beach house. And I was thinking about, you know, and doing like a ritual with some friends down there. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want to throw anything into the ocean that's, you know, bad for the ocean or the environment. Like instead, like doing an ocean release, especially with Saturn and Pisces. And so I thought of like a rock or a shell. And meditating, placing, and you guys can do this in any body of water if you would like to do this. You could also bury it, and of course, we know the burning. We love to write things and burn things. You know, I love that. Um, but I'm feeling like that rock, and really meditating, really saying, speaking your burdens into this rock. Speaking and thinking and putting that burden energy into that rock. And that rock is going to be taking that. And then throwing that into the ocean, into the sea and understanding and knowing that your burdens are there. We're releasing them. Energy is real. Energy, even if we can't see it, it is real and it's transferable. Furable, is that right, the right word? Transferable. And um, you put it into that rock and you're releasing it from your mind, which will release it from your energy, which will release it from your soul. So focus on that. Get something that can represent like a boulder, that can represent and really is strong to hold on to your burdens and release that. Like I said, whether it's in a stream, a pond, or an ocean, some sort of body of water, we want to release those burdens into that. So I'll be doing something along those lines. Now, Sunday, we're finishing up with Mercury conjunct Uranus. I don't know. I, you know, I was thinking about this transit. I, I feel like mostly it's going to be good. But, you know, when Mercury conjunct Uranus, uh, Uranus, Uranus, it brings about a little chaos. We know Uranus is, is a malefic planet by nature. It brings sudden twists, sudden turns, and chaos. However, now Mercury is conjoined it again, uh, going the opposite direction, now leaving retrograde. So with that, I find it going to be like more about closure. I actually don't think you're going to get like a sudden message that changes things 
drastically. I think you're gonna, that the change already happened. I think you're gonna get the sudden message that now makes sense of stuff. The sudden message of closure, the sudden message of understanding. So Mercury retrograde, you know, it just ended maybe two weeks ago. Um, I don't even remember now where ended it. I like every week, I guess it was like the 14th, I think. Uh, just new transits come and the other ones sort of exit my mind a little bit, like the dates and stuff. But so getting some closure, that's what I think it's going to be about. I think it's about getting closure of things that erupted during, you know, Mercury's retrograde in the sign of Taurus. So, um, and if something was miscommunicated or misunderstood, there should be, like I said, a full circle to that and a little bit more understanding. And maybe it's more self-awareness within yourself. Maybe you won't actually receive that physical message from someone else. You just receive the physical download, the awareness download within yourself, which is just as good. But some of you should get some closure and some answers of some things that maybe erupted before, during, and after. Um, but things should start making sense in your mind a little bit. And, and you now understand what you need. Uh, this could bring a shocking message from a loved one. Some sort of message anywhere from like, hey, I'm selling all my things and moving to Alaska to like, hey, I'm changing genders. Some sort of, uh, you know, with Venus there or, or coming out gay, something like that. You know, with Venus and the love and, and this shocking sort of twist in Taurus, like I feel like they're, like I said, like a shocking message from a loved one that comes. And again, with Uranus, it like thinks shit comes out of nowhere. So these messages are coming down out of nowhere. These downloads, these mental downloads are coming out of nowhere. You're gonna run into someone where it makes sense or you got a letter of closure a letter of understanding and some of there's a little bit of it coming out of nowhere which is the uranus flavor to that the coming out of nowhere i know i just said that a hundred times but when you think of uranus think of coming out of nowhere and there is like chaos with it too maybe hopefully not in a lot of people like i said i think it's going to be more about closure and understanding but there can be some chaotic flavor. Maybe you might just be chaotic with a message that you bring to a friend, family, or lover. And, and shocking awareness into your love language and what your love language looks like. And also tech can be a little wonky here. Even though Mercury's not retrograding, when Mercury comes into any sort of, whether it's conjunction, square usually makes it worse, stuff like that. The it can be a little wonky. The technology can just like all of a sudden stop working or work really on hyperdrive or shut down. So just keep an eye on that. It would re That should really only be on Sunday, but there might be some tech wonkiness. Whew. All right. I feel like I got back into the flow. Last week's episode, I feel like because I was still sort of getting off my sickness and it was like my first four days out, I kind of felt like I was out of it last week's episode. I was like still hyped up on cough medicine and shit like that. I felt a little out of it, but then I don't think I was. I talked to one of my friends and she said, no, it sounded pretty good. So I'm, I'm grateful for that and thankful for everyone who continues to tune in, listen, and you have no idea how much that means to me. And I love doing this and I do this for free for many years because it's still a passion. One day it may take off one, the way I want it to or the way I hope and dream. But maybe you won't either. But either way, I love it. I love sharing it with the world. I love sharing it with people I love. I believe so much in this every day. That's how I look to the world. So the fact that people listen and tune in means so much to me. So thank you, guys. I hope everyone has a fabulous day, a good full moon. Uh, remember, whatever you're releasing, 
the pain will pass. Pain does pass. The emotions will pass. But I know that you can do it. You can release those burdens because that's going to take you into the next bad ash chapter of your life. I freaking promise you that. I love you, everyone. Have a beautiful day and a beautiful week. And goodbye.